You know I'm sitting up here listening to this interview with this Black Lives Matter young lady. And uh, the discussion is on Facebook. Pretty much how Facebook is discriminatory and how Facebook don't really filter out racist stuff toward black folks. She was talking about how powerful Mark Zuckerberg is and he is powerful because y'all the people gave him that power. And when I say y'all the people, I'm not talking about just black folks. I'm talking about folks all around. And he did. she was talking about out for a month, businesses got together and they was going to boycott Facebook from advertising. They were going to advertise on Facebook for a month. See, Mark Zuckerberg came out and said pretty much, shoot, I don't care. It ain't going to hurt our budget at all. It went from eight million to nine million. Ain't hurt them at all. See, Facebook is something else. But see, y'all gave Facebook that power. But I'm listening to this young lady and how she criticizing Facebook, which Facebook is a business, is a corporation. A corporation is in business to make money. They don't care who they make money off of, like Richard Pryor said. Whichever side winning, that's my side. <laughs> so if they ain't get no money from, per se, black advertisers, you know, and they fail to go along with the black agenda, per se, or implement these controls in their system that would help identify or stop a lot of this racist views from folks coming through on their platform. Now, like I told y'all before, don't act like racism don't exist. I, and I don't act like racism don't exist today. It does. It always have. But I'm saying we need to stop fighting the same fight and put up a different fight. Now, this is something I've been thinking about and I say, man, I don't know if I should talk like this on my little pod talk here. But sometimes I guess you just got to stand up for something, right? I look at this thing here like I'm listening to this young lady. And she's talking about all this stuff that Facebook isn't doing. Everything that Facebook promised. Some of the controls they planned. They discussed about putting in in place and they haven't. How Mark Zuckerberg don't really care. And how he just came out and said he don't care. Because like I say, he's a businessman. He's a capitalist. He don't care who he take money for. He's not going to do what, you know, this percentage of people say. Uh, a small percentage of the people say. And exclude the larger population. Because the larger population of folks are demographic on his platform. Them the ones that's going to spend money. And then they know that the smaller demographic of folks who say they ain't going to spend no money, they probably say they ain't, but they are. Because when somebody go on online to advertise something, you know, they're not putting their name in or identifying who they is. You know, Facebook know who they is, you know, because of the algorithm. But I've been listening to all this stuff here 
for some for some black folks and it's really interesting I'm sitting here and I'm not that old. We got folks way older than me that didn't seen a whole lot most of than I didn't seen. But I can only speak when I talk like this here from what I've seen. And I see that black folks continue to fight the same fight. We've been fighting this racism thing since way before the sixties. You know. Years since come out of slavery. Been fighting this thing, fighting this thing. And folks don't understand that this is a this is a legacy that is passed on from generation to generation to generation. Now I know it's on my pride talks. I say we we use this as an excuse. We gotta stop using slavery as an excuse and we gotta get to pushing on, and that's true too. But at the same time, even I can't ignore the the um how the effects of slavery has been perpetuated. And I guess it, when it was a time when black folks wanted to go on and be a part of America, contribute like America like they contribute during, during slavery, during agriculture, certain groups of people wouldn't let them forget about slavery. You know, when slavery started becoming a political tool, for these politicians, when they know that they can incite one race and get everything all cabobulated, then that's what's being done. You know, you gotta you gotta overcome things. You know, stop singing about we shall overcome. And you gotta shut your mouth and you gotta get the work, put the work in. You know, like this new show I was watching on last night I started watching called Raised by Wolves. Now at first I thought it was one of them shows about, you know, some some little kid or something found out there in the woods and was raised by wolves. What the show is all about, I'm gonna give you all the way, y'all can check the show out. It's about like twenty one forty five in the future. Where these folks, this planetary war is going on. And this uh, scientist, he sends these two androids with six embryos. He sends them out to find a new, a new place, a new land, a new, uh, a new earth, per se, to colonize. And the one female android She's able to have babies, but not have babies inside of her. She's able to feed babies through these tubes and, you know, just, just like the babies in the womb, but she's able to birth these babies outside the womb. And I'm looking at this, I'm looking at this show. And I say, man, this is, this is, this is so similar. Now, the crazy thing about the show is that the robots are atheists. And you got this other group of people in this planetary system who's looking for a new earth. They own this thing called, of course, called the Ark. And they some like what they is analytical Christians that they have here. But they got their own art and they searching for a new land too. And they got these Bibles. They all in the religion and all this kind of stuff. When I'm looking at this show and it's so familiar about what's going on today. 
we uh, when black folks do things it's a time to shut your mouth it's a time to just shut your mouth if you fighting the same old thing the same old way over and over again and ain't getting no results then that means you need to change your tactics to get out here and march like we've been marching for all this time and ain't got nothing to get out here and burn down these communities, our own communities or businesses that serves our communities, even though we don't own none of the businesses that serves our community, it still ain't right. We've been doing the same thing the same way. And we still get the same results. Because we know racism, we know redlining. I'm gonna do a th- I'm gonna do a little talk on redlining. I think my next talk is gonna be on redlining. It was redlining in Louisiana when I was a little boy. We lived on one side of the train track. We lived on the other side of the train tracks. Told y'all that story before. But it was okay back then because we had our own community and our community was beautiful. We didn't have to go live on the next side of town. Everything was beautiful. But redlining folks was when when our communities become so run down, now we want to run on per se day side of town. And you know the folks don't want you on their side of town. I was listening to this thing, uh, this boy who with this uh, conservative I usually listen to. I liked him. And I say I liked him in the past tense because I'm like this here with folks. As long as you're talking something that makes sense and something right, I can listen to you. But when you say something wrong and I know it's wrong, I know it's wrong because I lived it, I experienced it, then I got to stop listening to you. Because I know at some point in time along the way, you're going to lie to me. Now I'm listening to this, 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 this conservative fella, and he's saying that, that the statement that o- Michelle Obama made about when black folks move into a side of town, white folks move out. He said that that is completely unfounded, completely untrue. Now I got to call him a lie. And I'm not no Michelle Obama fan, but she was absolutely right. I've seen it in Michigan. I've seen where a place called the Nose, the Nose was all white folks. Black folks lived on the east side and on the south side. Black folks didn't live on the north side and in the Nose. When the blacks start making that good money off GM, they start moving to the Nose. And you know what happened? The white folks moved out. As soon as that first sign, that black family moved in, you should see them white folks signs start going up in the yard and white folks got out of there. If you look at Southfield, Michigan, Southfield, Michigan was predominantly Jews. It was a Jewish community. They still got a Jewish school there. They still got a few Jews there. They wear them long beards. When the blacks moved in, the Jews moved out. That's a fact of what I know that I've seen. Systematic racism do exist. It always has existed. See, one thing, my thing of it is, whenever I want to do something, I come to the realization that this is what it is. This is what it is right here. 
these folks, if these folks don't want me, I would see that's why I like down south. I like down south because down south you know where a man stand. If you know a man don't like you, you know you don't put your foot on his lawn. If you know a man don't like you, you don't deal with him. If you don't like that man, he better not deal with you. But see, when you go up north, there's these places like this here, and even today, everybody wants to try to sugarcoat things like things don't exist. But now everything is coming out. And people say things coming out because Donald Trump now. Say Donald Trump then gave the, the, the conservatives or the racists or the trailer park folks, he then gave them permission to come out now. Y'all got a president that love y'all. Donald Trump don't care nothing about no trailer park trash. Donald Trump don't don't give no darn about no meth smoking uh, trailer park Ku Klux Klan wearing people. Donald Trump don't care nothing about them people. But like a good politician, capitalist, he'll use them. He don't he'll use them. Y'all think because you're living in a trailer park that Donald Trump loves you because you got your Trump flag waving on the back of your truck. Trump don't give no darn about you, but he'll use you. Like a good politician would. I follow the politician. I use you the same way. Politician. They all the same. Whatever works for them. If they perpetuate perpetuate racism to get what they want to get done, then they gonna do it because they are capitalists and they are politicians. They gonna do it. If that'll get them where they want to go. Because the only thing in the end of the day is I'm not, it's not about you. It's about where they want to go. This is what this country has turned into. This country has turned into a country that's all about me and where I'm going. I ain't studying about you. Racism always existed. And white folks need to come to the, to, to come to the realization is right now. Stop sitting in your own secluded world talking about racism don't exist. Or why don't people do this? Racist because you haven't been on that side of the fence. You've been sheltering your own little world. You, you didn't have the internet. You didn't have these phone books. So you sheltered inside your own little world. You ain't see the things that was going on. Like I told y'all, these shootings, all this killings, this stuff always been going on. It ain't never stopped. It just got cameras to capture it now. So now you can see some of you white folks who say they're racism, what's been going on in the black communities all this time. You got to realize this. You've been sheltered. Black folks been getting hanged, everything else. Ain't nothing changed. It's just the media now. Now you're getting some exposure to it and you're saying it's no is it because you've been sheltered in your own little world. So you can't understand why these black folks out there in the street marching, these young black folks. This is hereditary. This, this is something that's been going on for years and years. Now, old black folks like me, we ain't getting out there marching. But these young black folks is a different breed. They ain't taking that stuff like we took it. Because we understood that, you know, these are obstacles that we got under can. We just got to put our head down and we got to work hard. And maybe some of us or a few of us will drip through. But these young folks ain't like that. This internet to open everything up. These little things that y'all been doing for years, these police have been, it's been for years you've been doing this. 
But you want to sit around your little home with the remote control controls and you want to think that, oh, why are them black folks doing that? Why are they looting? Why are they looting? Because people tired. Along with the coronavirus and they ain't got nothing. Now don't get me wrong now. If anybody know me, I get, I get some black folks just as hard. But then my little talk to some of you white folks who think that this racism stuff don't go on. It goes on and has been going on. It has been going The only thing that I hate about today is that black folks then let these folks politicize it. That's what I don't like about it. I don't like about how black folks can't put shut their damn mouth and put their head down and put the work in to change with everything else. I'm in the yesterday. Me and my cigar buddy, we in a we in a, we in the Shangli Chinese restaurant getting our Chinese food, and I'm looking at them folks. I'm observing how them folks how they how they just work hard. They just put their head down. They do the work. They take your order. They put their head down. They do the work. And you on the other side of the glass, look at them saying, "Boy, look at them. I want is that. I want. I want is that. Uh, what they, what they call it? Uh, uh, not slave labor. Them Chinese. They uh." Uh, trafficking. I want them human trafficking uh, people coming over here. With all derogatory. But but back they working hard taking your money. I'm thinking to myself, why can't black folks, young black folks work hard like that? They put their head down. And, now you think Chinese ain't dealing with nothing in this country? Chinese dealt with a whole lot of stuff in this country. Yes, they are. Yes, they have. Chinese, Chinese built half the railroad system in, in this country. Chinese deal with a lot, even their own country, persecuted in their own country. Over over here, worked like a dog over in this country. But you know what they did? They shut their mouth, they kept their head down, and they came together as a community. The Chinese and the Chinese probably sell more drugs over here than anybody. They probably sell more narcotics and anything over here than anything. They probably got more gambling over here than anybody. The Chinese keep their head down and they put their, they do their work. They go about their business. They don't want no attention. Because when you got too much attention, you draw folks into you. You draw folks into your business when you got too much attention. So you want to shine. The Chinese, the Koreans, they come over here, they know how to play the game. They organize. They keep their head down. Even at Harvard University. There's a lawsuit going on at Harvard University because of the, the, the Asian kids were getting such high was getting such high scores, they was being discriminated against against the white kids. They was getting high scores in the white kids in Harvard. So they want to penalize the, the Asian kids by, by I think bringing the academic average up higher than the white kids. So the Asian kids are suing Harvard. This this is racism against Korean, against Asian kids, Harvard University. But I'm telling y'all, racism always exists. The control of population has always was racist against everybody else. Y'all got to realize that. Stop being blind. Racism has always exists. But there's a way to overcome everything. Every country you go to, there's going to be Racism. There's going to be racism between the upper class and the lower class. 
It's always going to be racism. But like I told y'all before, here's a difference between racism. Where what I call identifiable racism. See, if a black person moving to a white community, he cannot assimilate. That means he can't blend in. Because he's standing out, he stand, he stand out like a tree in a snowstorm. He stand out. An Asian or any other race, Irish, Italian, whatever it is, Englishman, they can all blend into a community. Now, an Asian with his slant eyes, he may be a little suspect, but they'll still accept him because we think all Asians are smart and Asians work hard. You see, we all prejudice. You see, we can accept that. He's Asian. He moving out of community, but you know what? The Asians, they all right because you know what? They work hard and they got and they kids of discipline. So we let them move our neighborhood. But when a black person moves in their old, uh oh, uh oh, the neighborhood is being gentrified. They're letting black folks in. Our property value is going down. They face it, white folk. This is how y'all been thinking. And I say y'all because, again, you get penalized for what your ancestors did. Just like, just, just, just like these black kids today is thinking about how their ancestors got treated. You can't look at it right now and say, well, I'm not racist if a black guy move in my neighborhood. But you know what? In the back of your head, you're thinking that because, because genetically, this is the way you think. This is the way your whole community think. Because of the system that was put in place. Redlining other things were put in place to keep people out your area. But I go back to what I say is I, I'm listening to all these young folks today and how they out here protesting with signs. And, that's not the way to do it. Not in 2020. I will listen to a thing on North Korea. Now, yeah, but now, yeah, well, we think we know what's going on in North Korea, right? North Korea, them kids over there, majority of them kids are educated in technology, in computers. They say North Korea ain't studying about making no missile. Our media over here got us thinking about, oh, we got to stop North Korea from making nuclear bomb. North Korea don't care about nothing making no nuclear bomb. They don't care nothing about because you know what? Here's the example in our country, 2020. What shut America down? Did a war shut America down? Did a nuclear bomb shut America down? What shut America down was what? A virus, not a computer program. A virus shut our country down because of stupid politicians. A virus. We spend billions and trillions of dollars making bombs and missiles and guided missiles and all this crap. But you know what shut our country down? A virus. Not even a virus that we know gonna kill a whole lot of people. Just on the assumption of a virus may kill a whole lot of people. We shut our whole economy down over a virus. We killed our country over a virus. We killed our country, but the rest of the world kept moving. So you think North Korea doesn't care about building a nuclear bomb? So we say, well, since Trump been in office, we don't hear nothing from North Korea. You know why you hear nothing from North Korea? Because North Korea, they got smart. They did what the Chinese did, because they learned it from the Chinese. They keep their mouth shut. They put their head down. They put the work in. Now, North Korea is in the hacking. 
They've been hacking for bitcoins and money and everything else. They got cyber hacking. They got big old buildings, 15, 1800 people. They schools being trained in computer technology. That's what North Korea is into now. They ain't trying to make no noise to, to bring attention over to them. Every night they, they may talk about shooting a missile off to get you distracted. Now you're looking at the missile while they're doing something else in the back door. They're in the hacking. They're in the computers. They're in the technology. You don't hear nothing from the China Chinese president when Trump called a Chinese president name. You don't hear nothing about him going back and forth with Trump, do you? Them trying to keep their head down. They keep their mouth closed and they put the work in. And by the time you get fighting, get through done fighting over here in America over race, over police shooting, over keeping blacks out your neighborhood, over blacks killing blacks like, like they darn fools in Chicago and everywhere else, out of trying to legalize marijuana and drugs. By the time America get done eating itself, it ain't going to be no America. And that's what's going on. This country is eating itself. In 2020, eating itself. All the racism, all the bigotry, everything is coming out like this virus. Not a single bomb hit over here in America. Not a single uh, uh, program shut this country down. A virus, whether a physical virus or a program virus, will shut this country down is, is our ignorance. And our greed, our capitalistic greed. Mark Zuckerberg don't care nothing about y'all, but yeah, y'all got y'all butts on Facebook, don't you? You got your butts on Facebook, all that propaganda on Facebook, and y'all believe everything. I'm, I'm talking about all y'all, white, black, all y'all. Not the Chinese or the Russians, because because they because they put all that propaganda on there for you fools. Got you just fighting against one another. Got this whole country divided. Blacks on white, like whites. Whites always hated blacks. And then, and then when blacks, then somebody said, well, black people racist against white people. Yeah, black people racist against white people. You know why? Because they have a historical reason to be racist against you. You just can't accept in 2020 because you don't accept your history of what your, your ancestor did. I said, well, now my ancestor. Yes, your ancestor. Yes, your ancestor. Because all this stuff is historical. You accept your you, you 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 accept your ancestor when your ancestor when when your great great grandmother left uh, uh left your family uh twelve million dollars when you benefiting off money that they they, they they came out for agriculture and and the stuff that them people did a long time well you benefiting off that historically ain't you well yeah your people but this is what's eating America all this division. What happened in the past, what I'm saying, what happened in the past, I'm, I'm highlighting what happened in the past because it's true. But what I'm saying is that you got to get over it. Stop trying to shut Mark Zuckerberg down in Facebook. Just don't use Facebook. You mean to tell me that there ain't no black programmers out here that can create another Facebook? You mean to tell me there's no technology out here that's like created on Facebook and y'all and black folks get off Facebooks and get and get and and, 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 and and get on your own platform? But just don't put the word black in it, fool. You always want to say black, black, even in the Bible. What Jesus said, if you're gonna do something, you go into your closet and do it. Malcolm X even said, niggas are too loud. You're too loud. If you're gonna do something, go in your closet and do it. When the businessmen make deals, you know where they make deals at? They make deals on the golf course. 
They make deals in in the in the in the, in the, in the, in the private country club room where they smoke cigars, drinking bourbon or cognac. Just sitting around talking, this is what we gonna do. And when they come out that closet or, or the executive room, they get on the meeting in front of y'all and they talk like they hate each other. They hate each other. But they already got their plan on what they gonna do. They're like Biden and you you think Biden and Trump hate each other? You a darn fool. They sit and have drinks with each other when you ain't looking. But businessmen sit together behind closed doors and they make these deals. They drink, they smoke their cigar. They play with these underage kids that get flown in from China and Wales. They're the biggest pedophiles they is. They sit there, they do their little thing there, they play with them little kids, they drink their little smoke cigar, then they come out and they make these then they make these deals. After the deal they've been made, then they come out and they implement. The biggest thing to implement anything and change, if we want to change something, is propaganda. Go back and listen to my little talk on Edward Bernay, the father of propaganda. Propaganda is how they do things. Now, I know a lot of folks ain't going to like me for this little talk here, but I don't care because you know what? It's about time somebody tell y'all something here. Black women just shut our mouth. I listened to this one gal, this little one conservative black gal. I used to like her until she came on there and said something stupid. She said that racism don't exist. She said the Ku Klux Klan don't exist. And I bought it. Flipped out my seat. Now I say, now I like this conservative girl. I like the way she talked. But she just told me, she just told me how ignorant she is. That the Ku Klux Klan don't exist. I remember the Ku Klux Klan when I was a little boy down in Bucket, Louisiana. I remember on the other side of the train tracks when they used to have them marches coming through there with them white sheets on and them horses. With them torches. I remember that. But this black guy on the hotel say that Ku Klux Klan, I do my research, they don't exist. Right there, tell me she a darn fool. All this division out here that's killing this country. And Russia, China, North Korea, all these countries sitting back smoking a cigar, looking at America and laughing. Ain't that something we need to fire a shot? They're taking themselves down. They're taking their economy down. They're inflating their, their money. The stock market is artificially being inflated. We sitting back, we just we 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 gonna watch this show. Don't nobody mess with America. They wanna start a war. We we're not gonna let America start a war. Cause they wanna start a war so they can deflect what's going on in their country like they always did. But we're not gonna buy into it, so we're all just gonna shut up. We're not gonna give them no reason to start a war. Because they we just shut their country down. With the assumption of a virus. California is a mess. New York is a mess. Shutting businesses down. Homeless people roaming the street like zombies. Tax base just being shot. Just like New York. And people running around. Police, 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 shoot some up, you want around and tear more stuff up. Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter, y'all want some advice? Take some of that 21 or 21 million dollars that y'all been getting. Start your own Facebook. You mean to be telling me we don't have we don't have no smart uh, programmers and coders that can start a Facebook? 
I bet you, I, I bet you somebody from North Korea can do it in two days. Because they educated. Where's the educated workforce at in America also? Where's the educated workforce at? You bring a business over here, who you gonna hire? Ain't nobody trained because they too high off legalized marijuanas. The kids just as stupid as all of those. What they teach them in school? We don't teach them nothing in school. We gonna let them. We gonna let them go online and learn online. You can't teach no kid nothing online. That's the most stupid thing I ever heard in my life. You might well get rid of teachers and just let Google teach them. And then when you teach them, what, what you teaching them? You're teaching them outdated curriculums. These kids need to be learning about technology. The world changing. The world ain't, ain't learned about no history about what happened 14, uh, uh, 1400 years ago. The world is changing. Open ain't changing in America. We still want to teach this same stupid curriculum to our kids because we don't need everybody smart. We only need a few smart people. We need, we need the more dumb people than smart people. That's what we want. We want more dumb people than smart people. Because with enough smart people, we control what's going on and keep dumb people down. Because of technology. I was looking at this YouTube video and this boy, he uh he had this thing on there. They all know I don't like calling people names on my show. I don't like people saying names. But he had this name on his show. He's talking about this family that that that, that then bought up this little town in Georgia. They're supposed to be putting uh, starting their own little black town in Georgia. Now I like that idea. I do like that idea, but I hate the, when they put that word black in there. See that what he messed up at. See, this is what I say about black folks and black lives matter. Y'all need to listen to me here. You need to learn how to shut your damn mouth. If you're going to do something, be like the Chinese. Shut your damn mouth. We know where Chinatown at. And everybody loves Chinatown. Because Chinatown is peaceful. They got good food. But in the back door of Chinatown, they got gambling, they got prostitution, they got drugs, they got everything going on. But you don't know it because everything in the front is all peaceful and good. Wong Tong noodles, special soup number one, Chinese, Wong Tong. Y'all go enjoy Chinatown and every illegal thing possible going on in, in China, uh, in back of Chinatown. But you know what? Them Chinese, they keep their mouth closed. They don't, they don't keep their mouth, they don't, they don't keep their mouth closed. See, black folks, we don't do that. Even the black drug dealers, when the black drug dealers were making all this money off drugs, these fools want to get these big cars, big rims, big chains, flashy. They didn't put no money back into the community. They didn't even set no money aside. The money that they had set aside, they went to the lawyers. Most stupid thing I heard in my life was I heard this one drug dealer when I was coming up saying, well, yeah, man, you always want to keep this amount of money for your lawyer. and this I'm like, for your lawyer? So you mean tell me, you hustling on the street. For your lawyer, he said, yeah, because you know, you're going to get busted, so you got to have money for your lawyer. That's the most dumbest thing I heard in my life. You got to have money on the side for your lawyer, because you're going to get busted. And then you know, what's, what's going to happen is, when you get busted, the lawyer will take all your money, and you're still going to jail. I can see if, I can see if you get busted, the lawyer gets you off, but when, when, you, when you get busted, they take your money, and the lawyer get all your money. And the courts get your money, still put you in jail. Now, I understand the concept, because in business, you always want to have a lawyer in business. You always want to have your corporate lawyer. Nothing wrong with that. That's what you do. In case because you get sued for one of your products or something like that. I understand that. But on a drug deal, the rules are different from you, fool. This stuff that you're pushing is killing people. It's illegal. 
You ain't gonna get rich doing this, and you ain't got no plan. So if you ain't got no plan, you want to do it, keep your mouth shut. I'm not saying that drugs they should do it legally. I'm just saying whatever you're going to do. Look, man, I'm going to tell you something. We're talking to drugs now. The drug dealer on the street. He ain't no different than, a, than, than, than the guy with the three-piece suit on in the back of a smoking cigar who's a drug dealer. They sell y'all the same crap. One just selling it on the street. A, a, uh, government ain't getting their cut off of it. And the other one, the other government getting their cut off of it. It's the only difference. But see, you don't see that corporate man. You don't see him on the street riding around with 20-inch rims, 36-inch rims on a car with big, big gold chains, do you? You don't see him all flashy, right? Now, he got a flashy house up there somewhere with them folks, but he ain't dressing fashion. He ain't dressing flashy. You see what I'm saying? If he got a Ross on, he got a nice, nice, clean Rolex watch on. He ain't got no big face diamonds and all that old crazy monkey jewelry on, conflict diamonds. He ain't got all that stuff on. It's when you're making money, it's the way that you do things, the way that you carry yourself, the exposure that you bring to yourself. And you always got to have an exit plan. See, black folks too loud with everything. Just too loud with everything. Flashy, flashy, flashy with everything. Again, Black Lives Matter. If you want, if you want to make a change, Stop doing things the way the, NWA, the NAACP did things. Because you're doing the same thing they did. They got funding and they did the same thing. They had marches. They had sit-ins. They sang Kubaya. Uh, they did all this stuff too. I was listening to this, this one look. Pop talk here, they were talking about the one look. I guess I, I, don't, I don't too much follow the news. I get what I, I, I hear what I hear and I talk on what I hear and I keep it going. They're talking about the last little incident where this guy got shot. They say that uh, it was this armed militia group came down to protect the businesses. Now, I was thinking to myself, I said, armed militia group came down to protect the businesses from being looted. Now, what if it was an arm, a black armed arm militia, armed militia came down to stop the other armed militia from shooting the militia? Who would have got arrested? Would the white militia? got arrested which which had guns or the black militia got arrested for had guns. Now who y'all think would have got arrested? I don't think the black militia would have got got arrested. I think the black militia probably got shot. Just like in Michigan. In, in Michigan you had a militia group had guns. Walked up on the state capitol in Michigan with guns. Ain't nobody do nothing. Let that have been a black group walk in the state capitol with guns and see what would happen. And you want to know? Ask the Black Panther. Black Panthers did that in Oakland. See, y'all got to look at y'all history. They walked on the state capitol over and they had their guns. What are Black Panthers at today? The NRA, oh, and they had shotguns. They didn't have no AR-15s and all that. They had shotguns. What are Black Panthers at today? So I tell y'all, racism exists and different standards exist. But you got to know how to play the game like the Chinese. I study the Chinese. Chinese keep their mouth shut. They go about their business. I got to tell y'all, in Georgia, the, the girl who, two girls who want to start their own little town, I, I agree with that. Because you know why? There's ghost towns all around you, this country. Travel this country. I listened to this one boy. He was from Lebanon. And he found out you had like 45 different Lebanon cities here in the United States. So he wanted to go visit all the Lebanon little cities in the United States, right? So he took, came over and took a road trip from Lebanon now. He said he couldn't believe every little 
all the ghost towns and all the abandoned towns in America. The one little uh, Lebanon place he found had 10 people living in it and one little bar. He said he, couldn't, he said he thought America was so beautiful. These big cities like New York everywhere. He said his trial, his road around here, he said it was like ghost towns everywhere. Abandoned places. Because everybody leave those small populations and it runs to the big city. But then when you get sucked into the big city and the big city collapse, now you're stuck in the big city. Now you're feeding off each other. It ain't supposed to be like this with all these big cities and all this kind of stuff like that. When America was strong, you know what it was? It was small towns around America. It was when you went shopping, you went shopping down the street. Somebody who, who owned that store lived in the community. That's how America was. Like me and my buddy, we went down to this place called Stanford uh, last weekend. And I love that little town. It reminded me of down south, the, the shopping on the street. You know, everybody out, you know, sitting out. Everybody going in and inside the little businesses and everything. Some of the stores had 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 uh, had, had had old antique had old antique stuff, you know, like antique sewing machines, antique printing presses. I mean, it was just so old school. That's how America was. America wasn't these big old malls, these big corporate corporate vacuums that suck you in, and now you inside this artificial environment. You ain't socializing out there on the street getting sun. That's not America. America was a small town America. America was a little businessman all throughout this country. The little small towns you can go to and you can enjoy. Now them are ghost towns. We've been sucked into these metropolises. There's a lot of little small ghost towns out there that people with money that can buy. You can buy you a little town. The little boy, little rabbit boy, talking about he buying a town in Georgia. Matter of fact, I remember that girl Sharon Stone. When I went to Georgia one time, she had her own little town. I went right through it. It had one red light, one share. I remember that. I remember. I don't think it was Sharon Stone. It was one of them actresses. She from Georgia. She had a, her little town. I went through that little town. But she had a little town. It was like population of maybe, maybe 100 that had living there. But she had her own little town. So there's little towns and little ghost towns all the that you can go in and you can you, you can fix up and you have your own community. But what you have to stop saying is that this is for our people or black people. You got to take that word out of it. You just got to say that this is such and such town. That's it. All welcome. If you're going to obey the rules, all welcome. Like any other city. Stop putting them labels on that. When you put labels on things, you exclude things. Okay? That's my, only, that's my only thing is stop putting labels on things. But I think that's an issue. I did like these basketball players. Okay. Basketball players want to walk off the dog on basketball court. That's the most stupid thing I've ever heard in my life. Let me, you fool, you go, you making money, right? You want the lucky ones. You want lucky ones got an opportunity to make millions of dollars for doing something some kid on the playground can do better than you. But you want a jackpot. This white man paying you millions of dollars. To, to, to do this stupid thing that you're doing. I call it stupid because people on the kids on the playground can do it. But yet, you're going to walk off the basketball court because somebody got shot. The owners can't control the police shooting people on the street. How the, how the owners can, they can't control that? They paying you to do it. That's like me being on my job and I hear about somebody getting shot. I'm telling my boss, I'm finna walk off. I'm going home. I ain't working right now because Jim Bob just got shot again. How fast do you think I have a job? 
I'll be replaced so fast, and my boss look at it as a cost savings. Because he can probably get somebody, some other fool in there with a lot less experience and pay him a lot less money than he paying me. Now, if you basketball players and you athletes, if y'all want to do something, stop all that posturing. Even the one commentator was on TV, he walked off crying. That's some stupid stuff. Oh, that's just ignorant. All oh, y'all ignorant. You want to do something? Shut your mouth. Put some of your millions of dollars together and get a little small town or invest in one of these small communities. Right? Start get your own thing like the Chinese do. Put your money together. Shut your mouth. Put your money together. Stop buying all these jewelries and all these old, fan, these old fancy cars and all that crap that y'all can't even buy. Can't even afford. Lamborghinis, Jaguars, uh, $300 Nikes, big gold chains, all that monkey jewelry stuff. Put your money where your mouth at. Stop walking off the basketball court. Make your money, but then keep your mouth shut. I like that. I like that boy John Sally. I like that boy John Sally. I like it. John Sally, he's a mover and shaker. You see, and we need to reconnect with places like Africa. I'm telling y'all, a lot of resources in Africa. Why you think China in Africa? China, China building a relationship in Africa, and people say, "Well, China is going to Africa. They exploiting Africa. They're not exploiting Africa. Africa got something China won't." And China got some Africa won't. They both Africa got some China got some Africa won't, and Africa got some China won't. They making a deal. If that a better Africa, then why not? Ain't nobody else helping Africa. Like John Sally said, John Sally, I went to Chinese trying to make a deal in China, and China is over in Africa trying to make a deal. So why am I in China? I should be in Africa. You right, fool. You should be in Africa. You should be in Africa making, making, making your deals to bring whatever product from Africa to your community here and back and forth like everybody else do. That's why I say so in these communities, black athletes, put y'all money together. Stop all that old bat, dribbling that basketball up down the coat and whatever sports y'all into football and stop buying all that old monkey stuff and put your money into your community. Start a community. Yo, let me tell you something. I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell y'all. I'm going to give y'all my fantasy community. My fantasy community would be with this. If I start my own city, then with my city, my city would be called Martinville. <laughs> sure will. My city called Martinville. And anyway, you know what Martinville would be like when you come to Martinville? When you come to Martinville, right, it'll be a place where we training our kids on technology. Okay, we ain't got no schoolhouse. We ain't learned about no A's and B's and C's and what happened in Africa and what happened to the Africa slave trade, uh, the triangular trade. And all. We ain't learned about all that. Because we can go on Google and find that out. Okay, because when you learn about technology, you learn, you learn how to read. You learn about math. You see what I'm saying? When you learn technology and coding, you learn these things. You learn how to type on a computer. You see what I'm saying? Martinville, the kids' is, the kids' curriculum going to be technology. They're like in North Korea. Technology. That's our technology. Whatever technology encompass, that's going to be the curriculum in Martinsville school system. And then what we're going to build in Martinville, we're going to build dome houses. We ain't building no regular square traditional houses. That's stupid. We're building dome houses. Y'all call Kanye West a fool for that, right? Kanye West wasn't no fool. Kanye West was right on target with that. He was right on target with that. Y'all call him a fool. I would build dome houses in Martinsville. 
dome houses are more susceptible to wind and can't be blown down. You, 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 you can run a 300 miles out with hurricane that can't blow a dome house down. Build it up off the high, off the ground a little, a little bit. Be susceptible to flooding. You can't blow it down. We build the stupidest houses over here in this country. And if y'all don't believe me, go down to Panama City. Down to Panama City, Florida. There's a guy got that down there, got a dome house, a beautiful dome house down there. Beautiful. That thing didn't survive every hurricane. Everything around him that got blew down. And he got pictures of it too, video of it. Everything around him blew down. His house is still standing in Panama. It's a dome house. And the people display, show how stupid people is. The people down there around him, right, knowing his dome house been there through every hurricane, when they rebuild their house, you know what they rebuild? They rebuild wood structures. Now, somewhere along the way, I think to myself, I say, well, this fella here, his house has been up through every hurricane. I think I'm going to build me one of these geometric dome houses. And there's a place called, in, in Texas, called monolithic dome homes. They can teach you how to build a dome house, or they can build it for you, and it costs way half the price of one of these old traditional houses with all this drywall and this cheap, cheap chalkboard they're putting up, the cheap concrete that they buy from China separate from the house that they charge y'all three hundred four hundred thousand dollars for. They're crazy what y'all doing. But in Marsville, Marsville, we build all dome houses. Hurricane can't knock it down. Tornado can't knock it down because they're strong. They get your windows blow out because it's wind, wind, hurricanes, wind. If it's not a direct hit from a hurricane, right, I mean a tornado, if it's not a direct hit from a hurricane, uh, a tornado, it ain't going to blow it down. The wind from a tornado is not going to blow it down. You know, you may get some windows blow out, like I say, get some windows blow out. You may get some flooding in some places, but you build it up a little high. So it all depends on where Marsville will be. But wherever Marsville at, Marsville would be dome geometric homes. Plus, they're more energy efficient. You can put satellites in them. Okay? You can put satellites, you can put solar. Marsville, everything in Marsville, our, my, our geometrics homes, they'll be solar powered. Our water system, our water system will be like down here in Florida. They got the wells, the pumps, be pumped up from the ground, our water. So I do my little research to make sure that there's a water table there. It'll be pumped up from the ground. Okay? Our sewer system, our sewer system, we, we, we have a separate tank out in the back. Because we're getting the water, just like here in Florida. Florida, our house down here, we got, we got pumps that come out the ground, and we got septic tanks. Same concept. The septic tank only needs electricity to pump it up, and that's powered by the solar. So you don't, you don't need no light bill company. You don't need no light company. Everything in Martinsville is solar. Geometric homes, solar power, water pumped up out the ground. Agriculture, farming. We going back to farming. Raising livestock. We, we going back to that. Plus, we going to buy our food from other communities. And now you how you say, how you going to buy your own food for other communities? You know how we going to do it? Because we going to set up businesses. Because in Marchville, we are creative. And we're so good at technology that instead of companies going over to India, right, to outsource their technology and they and, and they and they um and, and they and they and they and they computer systems infrastructure, they come to me. They come to Martinsville and say, hey, 
we need some folks to do our IT work. And I'm going to give you the same price that they give you in China or, or India. Or, yeah, India. It ain't going to be the off, off, uh, offshooting our businesses. No. Our folks here, our young folks here are so educated here that they know technology. We can support your infrastructure for your, for, for your, for your cyber security and all that. We teach all that here in Martinsville. And Martinsville would just not be just for black folks. Martinsville would be for folks who want to come here and live this kind of lifestyle. We want smart technological people here that's going to come in and teach our kids computers. This, this is what we want in Martinsville. Now, I'm going to tell you something also in Martinsville. Martinsville, we believe in guns now. We believe in guns in Martinsville because you come here with that crazy stuff. We're going to light you up. We are, and we're going to buy by the Second Amendment. We're going to buy by the Constitutional. Whatever the state law is for whatever state Martinsville is, we're going to buy by the state rules of that state. We're going to comply with the state rules of that state. And we're going to comply with the federal government. That's right. We're going to comply. But Martinsville is for all the black folks that want to come to Martinsville, but anybody else also, if you will contribute, because Martinsville is going to be a smart town. It's going to be a smart town. It ain't going to be no dumb town. It's going to be a smart town. But don't come to Martinsville thinking you're going to come in with all that crazy stuff, right? You know, your little drugs and all that. Don't, uh, don't come to Martinsville with your little drugs now. Now, I don't mind a little marijuana now. You can bring a little marijuana to Marsville, but all that other stuff, don't come to Marsville with that. Because one day we're going to have in our local books is, I'm going to tell you, drug dealers get shot on sight. You all selling drugs in Marsville, you will get shot on sight. And you can have all your, your, your Black Lives Matter marching all you want, but there ain't going to be no drug selling in Martinsville. Martinsville for good folks who want to progress in life. This is what Martinsville is. Don't come here with your little drug selling, with your little crack cocaines and your little all that. Don't come here with that. Y'all stay in Chicago and, and Mississippi and New Orleans with all that old crazy stuff. Marsville for black folks that want to succeed. Now, like I say, white folks or whoever you is, you want to come here, you want to contribute, you come here and contribute. You welcome. And bet there nobody better not mess with you. You're welcome. But you're black if you want to come in, you want to, but don't come here with no crazy stuff. You come here to contribute. Because we want to, we want to be Martinsville going to be a technology center, like like y'all call that Silicon Valley. Martinsville is going to be a community, but see, our wages going to be low too. If you want to get something built in Martinsville, you bring your factory here. No, no, I'm sorry, don't bring your factory here, but bring whatever your business here, right? If you got a little factory, now we don't want no big factory, but ain't a little factory here. But you ain't got no subsidies in Martinsville. You ain't coming here. I ain't giving you no tax free land for twenty years. No, 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 no. I'm going to give you some cheap labor. You build a building, I'm going to give you some cheap labor. But you ain't getting no tax breaks. Not in Martinsville. Because we need that little tax money to fund our other uh, community programs. Because that little tax money we get for in the businesses is going toward technology. Our technology center. Our technology infrastructure. So I'm not going to tell you everything right now, but that's just a little bit what Martinsville will be. And this is what people like these big-time athletes should be doing instead of buying little Putting money in little schools. Oh, yeah, I'll contribute to this. This is a school in this place. I got a little school. Man, you ain't doing nothing. You doing the same thing other folks doing, losing their money in. You ain't doing nothing. 
But you get your, put your, all your money and get your little town and you follow my little platform and you build your own real cur cur curriculum that's going to help the future out. Now you're doing something. But like I say, for Black Lives Matter, if you want to do something with your money, so it's talking about starting these funds, these funds to fight racism, where you have lawyers, you know, pretty much what that is. When people talk about they got, they put $2.1 million into a fund to fight social injustice. That means that $2.1 million is going to lawyers. It's going to advocate groups in certain areas, to fly on airplanes, places, to go hotels, to meet with people, but pretty much the bulk of it is to, is to go to lawyers. That $2.1 million donation, it doesn't go to the people. It doesn't do anything for the people that it's talking about helping. It's not like it's going to some type of technological education to help the youths in these low, uh, these uh, black areas with these uh, high crime and low educational levels. No, it's going to lawyers, all these donations. Now, don't get me wrong, I can't get on Black Lives Matter 100% because that's just like me saying where the money went for the Clinton Foundation. Where the money go to some of these other foundations, these people donate all this money to where does it go? I, I'm only speaking about Black Lives Matter it's because that's what's in the forefront front right now. That's what's in the forefront to somebody like myself. I look at this thing. I don't. I look at Black Lives Matter like I look at the NWACP. What did they do for blacks? They didn't do anything for blacks, did they? All that money went to administrative. It didn't go to the people on the street to try to, because if the NAACP was raising money to help the black, we wouldn't be doing the same thing. You wouldn't have Black Lives Matter. You wouldn't have some of these other black advocate groups today fighting for the same cause the NAACP fought for 30, 40 years ago. So to get these donations, and this money is supposed to go to what? Help, help the people. It doesn't go to help, don't help the people. Because, like, just like the NAACP, that this money should have been trying to educate young blacks for the future. Give them the tools that they need for the future. Instead of putting them in lawyer's pop pocket to fight every time there was an injustice somewhere, or a black guy hung, or a black guy killed, some injustice. In fact, it should have been preparing young blacks for the future. But they didn't do that. Now we're doing the same boat, same thing, same thing. 40 years ago, marching the street, looting, spending money on lawyers, asking people, can y'all stop doing this to us? We matter. That's crazy. It's the same thing over and over again. You're not taking this money and helping helping the kids. Like I tell you, you know, stop getting on the, the education. You know, you need to, we need to been way a long time ago educating young black kids in technology in, in, into the future. Taking some of all this donation money and stop giving it to the administration person paper says and putting it back into the community. With you instead of asking them back in the government for you programs. We should have been developing these programs ourselves. Over the years, don't didn't we have enough black athletes that can donate? Didn't we have enough polit uh, black politicians that could that, that, that could have been working pork barrel 
uh, 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 initiatives in Washington, D.C. with some of these bills. Could have been putting pork in some of these bills to help some of the blacks in our community, the youth. Then we have some of these actors that's making all this money. You can't say, and even the drug dealers, even the drug dealers on the corner making money, couldn't they could have put some money back into the community that they was destroying when they selling dope to, to your brother, your, 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 your friend mama, your friend daddy, getting your friend sister hooked, hooked on dope when she sell her body. We destroyed our own community. You know, you say, well, they put the dope here. We don't grow no dope. Hey, man, let me tell you something. I got rat poison in my house. You, do you, you, do you see me trying to take rat poison? Hmm? I got raid in my house. You see me trying to sniff every time I spray raid for a roach. I got my face mask on. I got my respirator on when I when I spray for raid or stuff like that. I don't want to get that stuff in me. Huh? That's probably some bad examples. But if you get the point, what I mean is, people put a whole lot of stuff in you in your, in, your, in your house. Just for you to go to it and use off your greed. Because you say, this is, they put it here, this is the only way we can come up. But if you're looking around and you never came up off of it. You came up off of rap music, you had a whole industry in your hand, you let them take over the rap music. You let them take over the rap game. 20 some years of, 25 years of rap being successful, where, where the marketing tool was, was young black men and they let the white folks take that over, manipulate them. Yeah, you had rare cases like, you know, the masterpiece. Yeah, you had rare, you had rare cases. You had cases like that boy Jay Prince, who he, he didn't make a he didn't make a billion dollars off of rap music, but you know what? He sustained independently. So you had some that took the game and understood that I'm not, I don't need to make a billion dollars. I need to sustain for the future. So the things that the tools they put in our community say when they took the jobs, and that's true, when they took the jobs, when the jobs left the community, the only thing was left in the community, they threw drugs in. They threw guns in. And then our mindset is so screwed up. We said, I said, with this all we get, we got to come up, man. If this all we got, we got to come up. But you're coming up off the same person in your neighborhood. You're destroying your neighborhood, your whole community. That's crazy, ain't it? You're not smart enough to find another way to do it. Which I can say here how, but I'm not going to say. But you took these tools, you took these, these, these destructive devices. And you start selling this poison, this rat poison, to your own people. You start selling this, taking these guns and shooting your own people. You know, you feel for the banana in the pill in the tape pipe. You can't blame, you can't blame nobody for that. People will set you up in life. Life ain't fair. I keep telling folks, life ain't fair. It ain't going to never be fair. And when you can't assimilate into a group, you got a lot of unfairness. But you know what? You got to find a way to deal with it. And people say, well, everybody can't get out the ghetto. Well, everybody can't get out the trailer park. All whites can't get out the trailer park. 
all fights can't get out of the Appalachian Mountains. All, 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 all uh, Koreans can't get out of North, all North Korea, all Korea. Everybody's being uh, messed up in China. Can't get out of China. It ain't about everybody. Stop looking at things as everybody. Stop looking at things as me. You. If you get yourself out one person at a time, sometimes you don't even have to get out. Sometimes what you have to do is band together and improve your community. See, that's another thing. We got to stop thinking about getting out too. Like the story, y'all go back and hear the story I told you a long time ago. Go up in Pontiac, Michigan, on the, they had the projects on prime real estate. All of years ago, somebody woke up and said, wait a minute, we built these projects on the lake, that's prime real estate, we got to get these people out of here, we can make some money off this property. Your community is already prime real estate. I like to tell people, if you look at the black community some of these places, how many hurricanes run through a black community? How many tornadoes rip a black community up? I ain't been, I've been talking about New Orleans now. <laughs> but if you look at overall, some of these places, you own prime real estate. You own prime real estate. These folks want that real estate. Sometimes you have to stop thinking about getting out, and sometimes you have to think about fixing up. Because you increase, because how do you think people increase bad value when they come in and gentrification? What they what they do? They take these old dilapidated buildings and what they do to them, they fix them up, and that creates value where people come in, right? So you already own prime real estate, like I told y'all back then. The way I'm from Louisiana, I had like a time ball. I before when I was growing up, but now like a time ball because the young folks ain't did nothing with it. With their drugs and all that old crazy crap that just destroyed a beautiful neighborhood and area that I grew up in destroyed it. The white man didn't destroy it. These young black folks destroyed it. When all the good old folks died and then these generation kids and baby kids they just destroyed it. But how do you make it better? White folks come in and they buy the house up cheap and they put up a new structure. Then another new structure. All of a sudden, the value in the area start going up to tear down all the old stuff. The value start going up. They, they don't come into these areas and put up or and, and, and uh, try to live in an old raggedy building. No, they put up something new. It's pretty. They make it look good all around on the outside. The landscape look good. And then somebody else say, well, I can buy a cheap house over there and fix it up. And then another white person come in, they take a chance. Usually, like I tell y'all, the gay folks come in first. A gay couple come in, fix the house up, right? Take a chance on their hood. And no blacks bother the gay folks. It is in our neighborhood. Now, there may be one gay couple on the block, fix their house up, y'all look good. Now, the black folks and young black, they'll shoot up everybody else around that house, but they won't mess with that one house because they're scared of white folks. See, black folks is quick to shoot black folks. Black folks real slow to shoot their white folks. Now that's a fact. That's a fact. Black folks ain't gonna shoot their white folks. And they sure ain't shoot at the police. But they'll sure shoot up each other. But that white gay family come in, put up that little nice little cute house, and the black people talking about, oh look that, they didn't fix their house up. Now your house raggedy been raggedy for all these years and you mad because somebody moved in your community and fixed up that old raggedy house. But yeah, they trying to come into our community. How the hell is your community when you ain't paying no tax on it? You can destroy this community, but it's your community. This is our block. You know what? That ain't your name on that block. 
and then another white gay company company move in. This time, two gay women. Yeah, the gays moved in. They're trying to push us out. Yeah, they're trying to push you out, fool. You've been on this property all this time and ain't did nothing with it. Then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, neighborhoods start changing. Them old raggedy houses, them folk, them, them, them gentrified folks clear, come, coming in and fixing them all and making them houses look good. All of a sudden, now, the bulldozers come in and start tearing down your house. Where, where we gonna go? Well, you've been here all this time and you've been seeing what's going on in the neighborhood and you thought you wonder where you're going? You going out is where you going. They'll push y'all on one side of town or on the outskirts of town somewhere. But they doing the same thing that you could have did. You could have fixed that house up like those gay couple did. And increased value. Well, your people would want to move back to your community instead of move across town. But you don't do that. Sometimes you have a hard to have a hard look at yourself. Now I know this was a, now I my my thing is I don't never talk about what they do, that they do, that what they do. You gotta look at what you do. If you can't afford to move up and out, if to better yourself and move out to find better, and what I mean by out to find better, sometimes you gotta travel, you gotta get in your car, you gotta go to another city, another state, you gotta travel, you gotta increase value in yourself. If you can't do that, then you gotta increase value in neighbor like my buddy. I got a couple buddies back there in Michigan. They in their mama's house. But they fixed it up. You know, they fixed it up. They did a good job fixing it up. They ain't want to leave the state or the city. The neighborhood around them is, is going to heck. But they fixed their houses up. Their houses look good. See, the next person got to have pride. But low with them little fools selling drugs, doing all that crazy stuff, they keep the neighborhood down. With all that ignorance, they keep that neighborhood down. But my buddies, them, they keep their stuff alive. So you got to stop blaming people for, for, what, for what you do. Let me tell you something, I understand slavery, I understand all that, but I'm not going to let slavery be in my mind to hold me back. The best example that I can do for anybody I'm not, I'm not trying to be an example or hold nobody up to anything or, or, or help you or reach back. I'm not trying to reach back and help nobody. The only way I can reach back and help anybody is y'all look at me if you're looking at me. If you're looking at me, follow my example and get out. Or follow my words and fix up like my buddies and fix up your community one house at a time. But I'm not reaching back because when you reach back, you get pulled down. I'm not trying to get pulled down. So the best example that any any black person, successful black person, is be is not reach back into your community. Be an example for your community. Now, if you got money, if you can reach back in your community and start helping to build something like little tech, like tech, tech. I call it technology vocational school, vocational tech schools. Because I'm all about technology. I'm not all about trying to teach nobody, you know, reading and math and all that old crap. I'm all about technology. I'm talking, I'm talking, I'm, I'm like them North Koreans. I'm all about teaching you that computer. I'm not all about giving people no money. Like I always say, don't give people money because when you give people money, you know what they do? They do foolishness with it. You got to give them money next week. That's why I don't like all that distribution of wealth and all that crap. Distribution, distribute knowledge. 
valuable knowledge. That's what you need to be distributing and redistributing. So let me tell y'all something. I can get a I, I can get a school with give me ten kids, just just ten kids, knowledge boy computer, cyber security, computer coding. And I can't say a whole lot of other stuff, but I'm just gonna say those two. I can say what I ain't gonna say. But, but give me security, security and computer coding. Computer analyzed. Give me, give me anything that got to do with that computer. And I'll show you value. Because I'll tell you, people in India did it. That's why the people in India are so good at computer. We talk about the way they speak and understand them. But a lot of that's why your jobs are being offshore. Them people, them folks, good. They learn their thing. And we can do the same thing with our kids if we start right now. Get them basketballs out your kids' hands. Football, get them concussion. Get all that crap out their hands. If you black athletes want to do something, and the black lives matter, y'all do something, start investing in vocational tech schools for these young black blacks in these communities. Go back to your community, take some money, compute to your, your community, and build a little building in your community. And tell, tell the parents who don't skin their kids to school, say, look, hey, look, you don't want to see, you can't afford to send your kid to school? Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. We got the, our, our vocational tech school over here for, for computer learning and computer science. Send your kid to our school. And we're going we, we to give them building blocks of the future. Watch our fans. People get mad at y'all for that. Don't, don't send your kid to that child's school. Don't send your kid to no public school. Homeschool your kid. And part of your kid homeschool. See, that's how you get around it. Part of your kid homeschooling is sending your kid to our vocational tech school. See, because if you don't send your school kid to school, they can get you probably for child abuse or something like that. But you tell them your kid being homeschooled. So so many hours inside the home, you'll do some work with them. And then the, the tech, technological voc, the vocational tech part of it, you'll send them to the little community skin center. And these basketball players and these black athletes and people with money is in these tech schools, you have competent people. You, you know, get people to volunteer their time, like from Google or Facebook, some of these big tech corporations. You get people to volunteer their time to come in to teach your kids, to teach these kids computer. Or you use the money and, and you hire you some smart black folks who know computers to come in and teach these kids. In these, in these, in these places, these athletes, you'll donate money, your money like Black Lives Matter. Your money will go toward computers and stuff like that, technology. In these, in, in, the, in these places, they have these little black kids, 10, 11, 8, 9, I would say from 6 all the way up to the 12 years old. They can come into these centers as being homeschooled with this latest technology, computers and software. And they have these people in there who can teach them these things and they'll learn computers, they'll learn technology, they'll learn cybersecurity, they'll learn writing codes, they'll, 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 they'll learn how to break down codes. They'll learn all this stuff. They'll learn much more they got to deal with, with computer science. And then after you do that, you know, you start you another class. A lot of kids ain't going like, to like computers, but you start you another, another little workshop on the side, you know, with uh, plumbing and pipe fitting. Then you start another little one with, with AC. So you have, you, have, you have little sections, little, little buildings inside your community. 
you know, Python plumbing, you know, another one automotive. These are called vocational schools we used to have a long time ago. People didn't talk about going to college, spending 50 some million dollars in debt going to college. You need to get a skill. But Black Lives Matter, you athletes who walk off the court with all that money, I want to do something with y'all money, to buy all that monkey jury and all that old crazy stuff. This is what you invest in. You take that money and you and, and you set up in these communities, these black communities, you set up these little buildings in different areas. No, everybody gonna want to learn computers, but you know what? If that kid got a skill for, for pipe, you need plumbers. Ain't no dog, gonna, ain't no robot gonna build no robot to do no plumbing. You always gonna need plumbing. You always got to lay wire through the walls and stuff. You always gonna need that stuff. You gonna need an electrician. So you set up these workshops in your community. And for the kids that being homeschooled, you know, like my little nieces being homeschooled, you know, something like that, they can go to. My niece can homeschool for certain hours in school, and then some other hours, they go to a vocational little school, funded, privately funded, by donations. They can go to a school, and they can learn these technical schools for the future. And when these jobs come up, right, we can bid on them. We can bid on these technical call centers. We can bid on, like, now what's going, what they're going back to now is, they're going back to this country. I'm telling y'all what they're about to go back to. They're about to go back to temporary service. Y'all know what temporary service, right? Temporary service is these companies don't want to hire people to their company, right? Because that, that creates legacy costs. That's, that, that, that starts the creation of legacy costs as far as, um, you know, as far as 401k, as far as medical, all that stuff like that, because they know a lot of these kids are on drugs now. So you want to filter people out now. So temporary services, you hire people for 90 days. If they work out in 90 days, then you keep them. If not, you get rid of them. You pay them a low wage. It's kind of a ripoff at the same time, Is but there's no overhead as far as no benefits. I can pay you, say I can pay you minimum wage, uh, $15 an hour minimum wage, and the company, the temporary company that you work for, I may give them five or ten dollars, but I don't have all that overhead putting you on my payroll, getting insurance for you, all this. Oh, I don't have that initially. And then if you don't work out within them ninety days, I can get rid of you. You know, almost, you know, almost like when them adopted babies, them, them adopted kids, when they like, when they like fourteen, fifteen, or twelve, when they adopted, you know, when they get that age, they kind of ruin. So you get your little 10, 12, 10, 10, 10 year old, 12 year old, I know that ain't funny. But adopt a kid, and that kid crazy as a busy bug, you can send them back. That's pretty much what them temporary services is. That's what America going back to now, because the labor force is so unskilled and educated. Like the little, I, I, I try to, I hide a little black boy, and it's it just so disappointing to me. His pants saggy, his his he wears a hoodie through the through the building. I tell him, I like that. I was like, man, I say, how I, I thought we talked about the way you dress, and you can't really talk to him about the dress because that's just that's discrimination. See, if I talk to him, tell him what I want to tell him, then I can be in front of HR because you can't do that. It's insensitive. I talked to him before. I say, man, you need to, you know your dress. I can't have you coming in with a hoodie on your head. Walk through the building with a hoodie on your head, your pants sexy, man, you gotta pull your pants up. This is what I deal with as a manager. You know, black kid, 
I'm looking, you want me with your hoodie on. I'm nice and neat. I'm professional. You you looking like a thug on the street. This this, this is what we deal with. And now now if I if it was a temporary service, I wouldn't have hired him. I'd have brought him in here on a 90-day temporary service, and I'd have got rid of his till and got me somebody else in. And this is what's going to happen. What's going to happen is when our company's moving to a temporary service, now it could affect me too as a manager. But as a manager, this come in, I'm going I'm, I'm to make sure that I'm gonna, if, if I'm there, I need to get good, dependable people. You can't get people you just find my street now. You can't get rid of them because now you got to go through all this HR stuff. Well, temporary service, this is what it's going back to. This is what it's going back to. And I see why. Because me, I look at things not from a worker standpoint. I look at things from a businessman standpoint. Would I want this person to work for me? Hmm? Do I want to maximize my profits? As a businessman, yes. As a worker, hey, no, I want to make all I can. I want to do less. But my, like I tell y'all, my whole thing of it is these athletes, these people invested in Black Lives Matter. If Black Lives really matter, you need to start training your own people. Using that money, training your own people. Stop putting all your money in the in in in, in the uh, administrative overhead like the NWAC, NAACP did, and these other uh, like like AACU and all them other groups. All them, that's all lawyer overhead. That them donations go to making them fat. The people still suffer, but hey, if there's a little injustice somewhere, hey, we'll get our signs and we'll go out there and march. We'll get some money to the lawyers. We'll go out there and march. Come on, man. Stuff ain't doing nothing.